Thanks for tuning in to the Great Northern Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffy Nilica. We're dropping a bonus episode today featuring the poetry of J. Drew Lanham. As part of the Great Northern Festival, he'll be a guest on the celebrated radio show and podcast On Being, hosted by Krista Tippett. Check out the show notes for more information. This episode also features the track Hoyt Skimmerhorn by Aorta, music by Christopher Cerrone, performed by Vicky Chow, provided by New Amsterdam Records. Enjoy. Winterkill, a poem by J. Drew Lanham. The cold comes hard there, drops sudden, drops heavy, born far above this lake-locked land. It descends to render the rivers still as though they never ran. It clouds the mirrored waters beneath slick glazed shields that send the loons crying south, later now than in the old days when Gichigami went thick, when Bashkakodin Jesus wished it so. Yet it comes. The coal comes to make soft ground solid, shrinks autumn waning light to dim, then draws the doors shut on days so that only the dull slivers shine through. The coal sends the sun to wait on solstice. The coal comes to make living hard. The cold is not quaint or subtle. It gives no quarter. There is no comfort in cold, save slumber or dying. Winter's cold is a lynx that chases warm, fleeing to other seasons, or else to flounder as hapless prey in chilled jaws. But I cannot speak of your cold beyond dreaming. I only know of it when ravens let rumors fly loose on somnambulant winds blown in on dreams. They circle and soar to tell me of winter, where snow is stubborn, where ice hides time, where cold is master of every being. The raven calls me between rapid eye blinks to see the wild things huddled against the cold, or secreted away in dank burrow or worm-worn hole. They insist I dream, see one wild thing set upon the other wild thing, to sate hunger or starve. Wild things know the cold, live in the cold, die by the cold. Gagakshi, the raven, who remains in my dreams past the others flown into nothing, tells me that the cold is not cruel to her band of black kindred, but kind because the hooved ones will provide. She tells me that there is no planning the dear kind make when the hunger calls, when the river pack howls darkness down to drape the great woods in moonlit shrouds and in fear. Gagakshi claims 
that the moose's withers tremble like slender twigs as he rises long-legged from piss-warmed bed, long ears swiveling to catch the wild dog's chorus. The deer stir in their yards, stare doe-eyed into gray shadows thrown on lunar-lit drifts to catch glimpses of their own ends. By sun's next rising, white lane down before dawn will lie stained red. The black ones count. Raven math divines one less to browse spring tender shoots, one less to secret fawns in fern-soft woods for the black bears to reclaim half, one less to suckle life by summer's long mosquito-thick days, one sacrifice to feed all who will come after the pack fills bellies to swollen. It is the way of things when winter comes. The cold is a blade. The wolves are blades made to thin the herd. The raven tells me of this in these dreams, and I listen because she is wise in ways that I am not. For I do not know of your cold, or of wolves, or of moose. I do not know of the terror to the bone. The deer know when death is sure. Gagakshi claims, with great-beaked authority, that the cold will take what the wolves cannot catch, that those left standing will cleave stronger to the land come warmth in longer days, absent the snow, absent the careless, absent death. In my raven-fed winter dreams, I am told that the great gray owl witnessed this necessary thinning, the coal blade honing the pack's cunning, taking by tooth and claw life once hot, now ceased to cooling, spilled out. The owl, says Gangakshi, sat on the edge of it, sat still on a tamarisk's bent bough, slow blinking in the flakes, head turning from one day to the next. It sat as the snow fell, each flake falling as if each would become a mouse he wished to catch. The owl watched the waifs slip through spruce at first, the crackling of icy crust giving beneath each step, Raven counts one pair, then another, and another, one more. See, just there. I saw in my dreams, through the owl's eyes, by way of the raven's mouth, the pack circling the meadow clearing, each wild dog's breathing fog exerted to same strategy, chase, kill, eat. Hot, canned breath rose to clouds of death to come. One by one, single-file plans are made, chase designed, each thread silently as snarling pike under still lake glides. A slinking shoulder, then hungry ribs, haunches urgent, hunger tense. 
Never all at once, only bits of the whole, a glimpse of hide, yellow eyes glow, knowing that it is far better to be seen than scented in close. They enter mortal stage downwind. The final act begins. The woods, darker than black could ever think of being, filled with riot of deer bolting. The herd slogs in a nightmare, wrapped in winged black ravens seeing. Black man's flighted dreaming. And the great gray owl saw firsthand, as told by the black ones, who know everything of cold, but sat huddled warm and safe together in the darkness. They all heard every lung-labored gasp, brown forms scattered as shards of life shattering, saw when the beasts of the long night made short another hooved life. The muffled snarls, flesh tearing, eyes walling, last gasps of ruminant memory drained in grunts, bleating pleas for breath no creature heeded. White tail becomes wolf in gulps of muscle and gut. The snow fell. The cold gnawed at the fat marrow. All slid into silence, dead quiet. The whiskey jacks came noisy at first light. Claim remains. The raven floated in at dawn. She called Black Ban in to glean. <coughs> Chickadees chatter to draw lots for shreds left between still warm bones. An eyeball left staring glazed into blue sky is Gagakshi prize. Ermine hid where it stood, unseen, waiting a turn. The drifts grow deep as snow falls once more. The owl saw all, told Raven who listened, who told me. I awakened into a void full of a sharpness, noise riddled in a dread silence, lingering in the stench of a fear relinquished by those yet breathing. My mind was empty of all that had been, all that was, and then the black bird flew away from my dreams. I shivered in her leaving. I knew your cold then, because Raven brought it to me.